on the way to great rivers and the center with your host, DC Radical One. Greetings, Black family, and welcome to On the Wake Up Radio. I am your host, DC Radical One, and you have entered the center. Shout out to our wonderful producer, Cindy Ashby. You can check us out on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio at On the Wake Up Radio. But more important than all that, you can check us out at OnTheWakeUpRadio.com and also at OTW2.com. That's OTW2.com. See, our wonderful producer has put the links in the chat. Greetings to our wonderful producer, BB Fody, Straight Black Proud to Brother Pro Black and Plant Based. Uh, man, BB Fody, too. You got ripped off. Um, <laughs> let's see, we got uh, Straight Black Pride, the Bola O, uh, Straight Black Pride to Unique One Express. Let's see, let's see if I missed anybody. I think that is everybody thus far. So, um, I was gonna wait for some more people to come in, but nah, I just get into it. I didn't plan to be long, it's Dr. College, see. Don't plan to be long, but we do plan to be strong. So that is the goal at hand. And I greet other people as they come in. Uh, man, brother, you got ripped off is a true warrior. That brother came to the uh, Straight Bike Ride Convention last week. He also came to the Chopping It Up session on Monday. And then went and basically had a cross-country outing to get back home with his family. So we greatly appreciate that, brother. Uh, for all that he does in supporting Straight Black Pride family. Talked to Brother uh, Janie this morning. He was on his way to, um, he was on his way to um, continue doing the work with the Flyers. And uh, I believe, and I'm, I'm, I thought it happened yesterday, but it may be a two-day thing. But I believe there's a, a voting rights um gathering here in dc i know it was here yesterday because i know they they showed some clips of uh mario bowser the mayor speaking you know as they continue to gain momentum for um trying to make dc the 51st state now that it's i believe it's over 50 percent european um population at this point and if it's not it certainly seems like it when you go to parts of the city that were formerly controlled by us. So that's what Brother Janie's doing. Uh, he's been doing that work. He's been getting a lot of positive feedback, a lot of positive interaction with the flyers. Again, if anybody is interested in getting flyers from, um, and of course I put the video up, I guess a few weeks ago now, uh, dealing with the uh, C-19 situation you can email Brother Jeannie at liberation, um, liberation at warnhorizon.com. And he he has those flyers. He can get you information on how you can either order them or uh, you can get the, I guess, the print 
and print them out yourself. So today's subject matter is, and it's kind of tangentially um, related to what I just talked about, but it is simply why are black people so easily distracted? Uh, before they straight black pride of brother Elijah. And what made me think about this was to be completely honest, right? As y'all know, some most of y'all know. So we had the convention last weekend. I was preparing for that. Um, I what didn't have a lot of work to do at the convention as far as speaking, things like that. As far as speaking and things like that. Um, but I was preparing to give a presentation the next day as I talked about on Tuesday. And so I really wasn't um, on the uh, social media and things like that too tough while I was getting ready for these for last weekend. You know, it's a big weekend. And I look up and probably I guess about Wednesday seemed like and I see all these you know what I learned later, the milk crate challenge. And I see all these people trying to climb on milk crates and, you know, falling and people about to break their neck and crack their skulls and things like that. And it just, I just thought about it. I was like, you know, literally two, three days off social media, this thing doesn't exist. Suddenly it exists. And it's like the biggest thing in the world. And I'm trying to figure out where, how did this become a thing? And how did it become a thing for black people to be doing it? Because I saw plenty of black people in the hood. And I'm sitting there like, where are people even getting milk crates from? You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, where are people getting milk crates from? Like, how? who came up with this? What? And, you know, somebody was like, oh, it's a TikTok thing. And I'm like, man. TikTok is psyops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that definitively, but I'm saying it works to the effect because there's always something goofy coming from TikTok and it goes on straight black pride to uh Sister Misty. And it goes from TikTok and it goes to other social media. And you see people trying to do this stuff. And you try to see them trying to do these dances and all, all this stuff. And I'm like, I've never seen anything. Peace and black pride to Brother Patrick. I'm like, I've never seen anything productive come out of tiktok but it is so interesting that those things become viral that on that social media and then you just see people doing this stuff and no one even stops to ask where did this come from who invented it why things like that right so that made me think why are um we so easily distracted and the reason I say it's so easily distracted because, number one, there's a 5,000-year war <laughs> going on, and we're not winning at the moment, right? Two, the hats have a genocidal plan um, that they're enacting, not just against us, but against, you know, virtually everyone, which is the weird part. Um, three our general communities were in a shambles before <laughs> the current onslaught of stuff, right? So, I mean, there's so much stuff that we need to do as, as a people that, you know, you see stuff like this and like, here we go again. 
Um, brother, you got ripped off says, I don't know how true this is, but it went viral as we were driving to DC that Thursday where we were in East Cleveland. And I walked past a guy who recorded and showed his vid going viral in hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I mean I've seen different videos. I've seen what what's weird is it now I must say this, it's not just us. I've seen Urugu doing it. Um I could have sworn I saw a a a um a European female police officer in the getting getting caught as she fell off some crates in the hood. And I'm just sitting there like it's like that looks like the hood. That looks like a European female. She looks like a police officer. And y'all didn't just let her, you know, suffer the fate that I've seen a lot of people. Because I've seen a lot of people just fall in all types of ways. And you know, they look like they um look like they're severely injured. Some of them. I mean, I saw a guy land on his neck. I'm like, are we sure he's alive? I mean, everybody's looking like ooh and I and a couple of people laughing, but that looked like a serious injury and it's so funny i didn't even bring the article up but it was <laughs> there's a uh i think tiktok has stopped has stopped it because people getting injured um let me see if i can find that and, and bring that up they because i saw an article that said that doctors are asking people to stop doing it because they're getting injured um and that just shows how crazy it is that people were getting hurt trying to do this stuff. And I somebody said that it, there was some type of money involved or, or betting on it or whatever. Uh y'all help me out if, if anybody's heard that. Cause I how I, I mean it's just to me it just it, it's ridiculous, but it's popular. So um I just thought about it and I just thought about our condition as a people and just how there always seems to be something via social media. There's always some challenge. There's always some, some issue. There's always some, some something that's taking place that whenever we want to get down to business or need to get down to business or have something that we need to discuss, something that we need to do, inevitably <laughs> inevitably and invariably you know uh we get distracted by whatever it may be uh sister shanika says i thought it was crazy that grown adults were doing it and not children you're right you're right that, and that's another thing i'm glad i'm glad you brought that up because yeah if i the average age of people that i've seen people probably 35 years old on average <laughs> you know and <clears throat> Men, women, you're right. It's not even a teenage thing. And TikTok is largely a teenage thing. And yet, um, shit, here we are. And that boy tree says, I recently seen where a man kicked a crate from under a police officer. I, I haven't seen that one. I'm sure that was hilarious. Oh, man. Nah, <laughs> now that's funny. I have not seen that. Um <laughs> I'm just laughing, thinking about it. Yeah, now that, uh, you know, that is, uh, I can forgive that. You know, that's, that's, um, that's productive, you know. Get them up there, let them get all excited, and then 
bam. <laughs> all right, so yeah, all right, here we go. Let's check it out. Let's add, add this. And it says TikTok bans the milk crate challenge because of injuries. So that's how bad it's gotten that they just said enough's enough. People actually getting hurt by this thing. So <laughs> and, uh, every time I just think about it, just think about how crazy it is. It says this summer's viral craze of stacking milk crates in a pyramid and trying to climb them like stairs has been banned by the app that helped to give life to it. TikTok has deleted search results for the hashtag milk crate challenge and explained in a statement that the challenge was publicizing a dangerous activity. Shocking. I can't believe that they're saying that that was dangerous. Says TikTok prohibits content that promotes or glorifies dangerous acts. I can't tell. And we remove videos and redirect searches to our community guidelines to discourage such content, a spokesperson said. We encourage everyone to exercise caution in their behavior, whether online or off. The challenge, like so many of our internet dares, began as a simple premise with often funny results. Someone gathers a bunch of milk crates and stacks them in a pyramid formation, then attempts to step up one side and down the other without the crates faltering underneath them. But the crates always topple and a person walking them goes down with them. A search for the hashtag Friday morning brings up a no results found screen on TikTok. This phrase may be associated with behavioral content that violates guidelines. People attempting the challenge are getting hurt, according to local news report that prompted a Virginia orthopedic surgeon to warn against the stunt at a time when emergency rooms and medical personnel are overwhelmed by the C-19. So I find it interesting that in the midst of all that, what we're just talking about, people um, cracking their skulls, <laughs> you know, doing this stuff, that they managed to throw the C-19 into the mix as well um you know no matter what they're going to publicize that but yeah this just goes to show not only is it distracting not only is it something that's like you know adults really shouldn't be doing for various reasons including one of the most basic reasons you're not as young as you used to and you don't bounce back as fast from those types of things um but we have so much, so many things that we could be giving our attention to. There's so much stuff going on. It was so weird. Like one of the things that I I was I I guess I kind of missed, which is rare for me, but I had missed it until the middle of the week. So I'm not actually sure when it started, but R. Kelly's R. Kelly's uh trial started. And I'm gonna do so I'm gonna do a couple of videos on it. I'm not gonna get deep into it because I don't know if anybody else has looked at any of the uh, reports or anything on R. Kelly's trial. Um just let me know in the chat. I was trying to say I was first I was like giving me thumbs up, but I like nah, that ain't appropriate. No emoji is appropriate for the R. Kelly trial. The whole thing is just absolutely insane. But and like I said, I will I will talk about that later. I want I want to make a connection between that, um, uh, um, the Zulu Nation thing, because uh, of course that sister's been showing her footage from the film she was going to have on the Zulu Nation, Doctor York, 
And um, you know, all these things are, are connected in my mind as far as when we really look at uh, child sexual abuse in our community. A lot of stuff is organized and a lot of predators are protected in our community. And it's a mirror image of how institutions and in the uh, European community have these predators that and these institutions where predators reside and are protected and able to um, do their dirty dastardly deeds uh, for years on end. And, you know, the thing about the R. Kelly thing that uh, we see, we seem to forget is just how let me bring that up real quick. Just how um, just how long this stuff has been going on, just how old this story is, and just how long ago the first um, rumors started. Because to my knowledge, now somebody correct me if I'm wrong, the rumors about him and Aaliyah probably started early 90s mid 90s sometime in there and of course it's a different era so you didn't have social media um so you would things you were here were just word of mouth and you could not um and then you had like the the um entertainment shows like um entertainment shows like uh i'm trying to think like whatever bt had for their entertainment show i i can't actually remember the show the show but i do remember bt covering it back then of course bt was more um i guess it was still bt was probably still black owned at that time it was more serious uh it was it was covering things that we didn't we uh, didn't get to see put dog put up the headline for this make that correct and so i remember them covering because i think they covered some type of way someone got the information as far as r kelly marrying Aaliyah, and of course you know her age and all that came out things like that but the whole nah this is before uncutting this this i'm talking about this is back in the 90s like this is probably the late 90s um when um when they came out with that information because bt used to do news like if you're not at least probably if you're not at least probably 40 you're probably not old enough to remember when bt used to do serious news they used to do serious social commentary uh what was the guy's name they had the guy uh ed gordon they had him and um he was um they had him they had a sister named uh bev smith she used to do um a serious show and um i'm trying to think i'm trying to think who else but yeah bt used to have serious stuff and they i just remember them covering it and i just don't remember what show or whatever and that was the first rumors i heard and like I said, there's a there's a different time where, and unless somebody ended this before everyone had a camera on this, you know what I'm saying? This this before everyone had a cell phone, really. At this time, people still had pages and stuff. 
And so news would not come out as quick. And then information was also not as definitive. So just because you heard the rumor, you didn't see the evidence. It's not like now where usually you hear the rumor, but somebody has some type of pictures or some type of video or something like that. So that you have the evidence to back up the rumor. And so we heard the rumors about that. And then only if you knew people from Chicago. Now, people in Chicago apparently knew about this stuff, right? If you ever talk to people from Chicago or somebody that knew somebody from Chicago, then you would really hear the rumors like, nah, the Aaliyah thing wasn't the only thing. And he been doing this stuff. And that's when you would start hearing stuff. And I remember starting to hear that stuff probably two years before the tape came out. Now, by the time the tape came out, which seemed like it was about 05 or whatever, before the 877793 by the time that came out with uh, who we found out was Sparkle's niece at that time then the internet social media has started i think i i know black planet was out i can't remember myspace might have been out so we're talking about the early era of social media and i'm pretty sure it's i'm sure i i think the news covered that at least it seemed like the news covered it because it seemed like it was everywhere and everybody was talking about it and i can't imagine everyone everybody talking about it everybody seeing part of the tape or whatever without the news covering it um and anybody if anybody remembers more clearly correct me when i'm wrong and again this was this was like 15 years ago so anyway i've been looking at a little bit of that and i mean the allegations and the details it's just, uh, yeah, seven seven nine three eleven. Yeah, Black Radio definitely covered it, but I remember seeing it too, and that's why, um, that's why I was saying, uh, you got ripped off. Said, um, oh wow, you said okay. The sister uh, used to be on Brother Kafaru show. Said that, uh, as I used to call him, Robert the Rapist. Came into her high school getting girls. And you said her best friend was one of them. Oh, wow. 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 That, wow. That's crazy. But yeah, I just, so she must be from Chicago. I just remember, and I don't know who I knew from Chicago, but I remember people in Chicago saying this was a well-known thing. And then, so my thought instantly with that was that, okay, if it's a well-known thing, and I'm thinking he's only dealing with, uh, at that time, I'm thinking he's only dealing with young girls in the black community. I'm like, that he's being protected by, by people higher up, right? That was always my thing. My thing is, you in the industry, and yeah, wild stuff happens in the industry, but you can't do so much stuff that, you start drawing attention to other people. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Once you once you become a liability, once your name starts getting out there and you start pointing towards other people with stuff, that's usually when something happens. 
and he, you know, he's still here. He he didn't have no accidents. He had no car crashes. He fall out, uh, fall out of bed and break his neck on it. You know, any other mysterious stuff that happens to people. And so I was just like, man, he, I don't know who he know, how he's connected or what's going on. I said, this, I said, this is crazy. And then what I come to find out was that um, after talking to, uh, after I met um, some people, was that, yeah, he had connections and he was, um, that he was protected. And that's why this thing has gone on for so long. And it, it just it reminded me of like, of course, a much smaller scale. But it just reminded me of some of the stuff we talked about with the homophiles, with stuff going on for years on end and things like that. But of course, this is much smaller. And it's, I mean, why, while this trial is going on, and I can't say that no one's paying attention because I've seen people on YouTube talk about it who have a lot of followers. And a lot of people are listening to them. But at the same time, it seems more like they're looking at it, one, simply because they always look at that person. And then two, they're looking at it like, how can I put it? In a gossipy way, if you understand what I'm saying. Like, you know, they're looking at it like the tea is being spilled, not a major predator who's been destroying the lives of children for decades you know what I'm saying? Like these people's lives have been ruined. It's not really being presented that way when I watch people talk about it because the 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 details of it are just the details are insane. When I say insane, I'm talking about like the degeneracy and savagery is unreal. It's like no, it's way beyond whatever. It's I put it like this. I just make it simple. This is the type of stuff you normally hear about um, Europeans in high places. That's basically the type of stuff that that, that I heard um, as far as because I was looking at somebody that's reading the transcripts and it's just like, man, you got to be kidding me. Um, but and brother uh, Bola says R. Kelly was protected by Hollywood and by extension the hats. Yeah, I think it go. I I don't even think it was Hollywood. I think it. I think it. That connection was um, local, local Chicago connection, including including law enforcement and things like that. Um, but that's just you know that's that's my speculation. I I don't have documentation, so. Um, but I'm sure I'm the hash was making money off him selling records, so I'm sure they absolutely had no problem uh making sure that he was able to uh continue to make records and continue to make money for them. And he was doing something that wasn't you know, something that wasn't against their interests. So they, you know, they they didn't have a problem with it. So um, but yeah, but that's going on while the whole milk crate thing is going on. Of course, she's seemingly at the same time. And I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, but you know, America has uh, officially lost <laughs> the war in Afghanistan after 20 years. And I know we think, oh, well, this doesn't really affect us. But yeah, I think about it. There's been a lot of black people that went over there and got shot at, shot up, blown up, PTSD, come back into our community, bringing 
um, those psychological issues to our communities. Because um, it's been 20 years. And when I saw everything that's going on, what I thought about was that towards the end of the Soviet Union, their great mistake was the war in Afghanistan. And eventually that basically became the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, economically and um, militarily and politically. It became untenable. And if you look at um, if you look at America, America is in a similar condition, but because you have a different system, it's not um, it's not as bad off as the Soviet Union was at the end of that run. But nonetheless, when you look at the trillions of dollars that were spent, right? Like we always, you know, we always hear people that advocate reparations talk about, oh, you could have spent that money on this. You could have spent, you could have gave us reparations instead of spending on this. You could have gave us reparations instead of spending on that, you know, whatever it may be. There's no bigger, bigger, surer example. Like, I don't even know what the, I should have went and looked it up and added up what the number is for how much was spent in um, Afghanistan over the last 20 years. But literally, the U.S. turned over advanced military weaponry, uh, a brand, and well, I guess not brand new now because maybe it's about 10 years old, but a state-of-the-art military base. Um, they left, so they left some money there. They confiscated some money from them, but they left some, just some money there because literally in both places in Iraq and Afghanistan, they were literally taking over wheelbarrows full of money over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And some of those wheelbarrows full of money have been left over there. And, and with all that being said, now back doing drone strikes over there after all this time and and the craziest part is and how it's, uh, this affects us is they're inviting people I think Uganda I think Dr. Mumbi I think I saw her post this where if I'm not mistaken Uganda is taking in uh, uh, refugees from Afghanistan and I'm just sitting here like <sighs> why why why? Um, and the sister says, does that mean the war on us will be full-blown? Well, the war on us is full-blown anyway because the hats have have um, have enacted their uh, basically their end game. You know, I always think about for those who saw the movie Avengers Endgame when uh, Doctor Strange in the movie says, and told uh, Tony Stark, we're in the end game now. And I believe that was 2019, you know, and then we had the whole C-19 thing this year and shut down the world and the Great Reset and all that stuff. That, that always resonates with me. So their war on us has, I mean, you know, they always keep a spot for us, but the hats have unleash their war on every to subjugate everyone um 
And I mean, when I say everyone, I mean, everyone that's not a hat. <laughs> so, but of course, it's like a boat. When the water comes in, if you're at the bottom of the boat, you're going to be the first to drown. That's just kind of the situation black people are in. We're at the bottom of the boat, water comes into the boat, we're in trouble first. And that's pretty much where we are. Uh, Wake Up World says that many of the parents are responsible for giving their children or killing many mothers sabotage protection then complain about not being protected um i haven't i have not really gone into that to see i haven't watched the um i haven't looked at enough of the case to validate that so i can't say that one way or the other um i have no I mean, I'd be very surprised if there was absolutely no um, situation involved. Because it wasn't just to think about it. And I don't know if how many people know this because I only learned it. Not, I guess, well, no, I heard it a couple of years ago, actually. Um, it's not just not just young women. I think that's the big, the big misnomer uh, is that R. Kelly was, again, we talk about the connection between, which means this show is about to get deleted, but we talk about the connection between homosexuality and pedophilia. R. Kelly was a homophile, or is, I'm saying it like he did or something, maybe that's just wishful thinking, but is uh, a homophile and a pedophile. Uh, he engaged in activities, not just with young girls. Of course, Aaliyah was um, 14 or 15 when he started um, abusing her. Um, but also, he, according to transcripts now, all of this is allegedly, <laughs> we understand, uh, you know, we're going to put the allegedly quotes on this since he's on trial. But, um, yeah, he's engaged in, with several 14-year-old uh, boys. So I saw that and I'm just like, hmm. Uh, so, you know, it, and I had heard it, but, you know, getting in essence, the verification, and I heard about, I hadn't heard the age, so I heard about the boys, I had not heard the age, and uh, Wake Up World says, Bar Kelly got molested um, by a sister, that was horrible, yeah, yeah, I have, I have heard that, I heard that from his brother, and uh, I haven't heard any denials from, from anybody else in the family, so, again, allegedly, but I'm, I'm going to go with that as well. Yeah, she said that was horrible. However, she did the acts that's been accused of, he's sick too. Right, and that's, and see, that gets to the point of why it's such a problem. It's because, and Brother Jeannie compared it to um, vampirism, or, you know, I compare it more, I, I don't know, I guess vampirism is a good thing. Vampirism, werewolfism, um, Either, either way, where the person who is violated um, becomes a violator many times. Not all the time, but many times. And that's what makes it so dangerous. So, like you said, we heard from the family that um, Robert was violated when he was young. And he has just unleashed that behavior on um 
uh, seemingly anyone he can get his hands on, you know, boys, girls. And the the biggest thing, because I didn't want to make this a whole R. Kelly show, I didn't, because I wanted to do a short form video on that, but we are here. The biggest thing is that he, there were so many people around because, you know, you become a celebrity. You do shows and you do tours and you in the studio. Like the thing about it is unless you're like the only person I can think of, <laughs> uh, only artist I can think of who, well, not actually not even him later on. But my point being is that you're always around people. Like it's very rare that an artist can just go into the studio with just the uh, engineer and maybe the producer and do their music and then they go home and go sleep. Like, that's not the lifestyle. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one, even a solo act, you got a band, if you're a musician, or if you're, you're a rapper, you got a DJ, you got your producer, you have, you usually get you know, you got your crew. You see what I'm saying? You get. You, I mean, you just got all these people. You got security. It, it's it's all like that musical lifestyle. There is no just you, right? It's always someone in your environment. There's always someone around. Even if, even if you go off and do something, people still kind of suspect what you're doing. Like you're like, hey, where's so and so at? Hey, he dipped off with this girl. You know what I'm saying? No one has to say what happened. You know, nobody got videotape it or whatever. Everybody just suspects what it is. So that's that's the thing that really, really, we really don't like. We really don't really talk about. Like I remember, and they keep they showed this clip. He was on a uh, Showtime at the Apollo, and he was at Showtime at the Apollo. Uh, him and the uh, public announcement. You know when when they were all in group, and he they he the one of the guys from public announcement held up the sign, and he was R. Kelly was yelling something about all you have to be is 18, 18, this and this and that. And looking at it later, it was I was like, who advertises? What grown man? Because I know they were in their twenties at that time, you know, but what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is a red, like this is a red flag right here. Cause what grown man advertises, right? That all a woman has to be is 18. Cause to me, what it says is if the European says all you have to be, if they change the law to 16, then you would just held up a sign that says 16. And if they change the law to 14, you'd have held up a sign that say 14. And if they change the law to 12, you'd have held up a sign. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, in essence, it was an advertisement to me that only that. Whatever the boundary is that's set by the European, that's the that's what I will publicly say that I will do. But if you're 25, how many 25 year old dudes are just running around looking for women who they might have the ID because they're not sure how they are? <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, think, let's think about that. You you're a superstar. Well. He's a star by that time. May not be a superstar, but a star at that time, right? You're known. You have an album out. 
um, probably have some, you know, you got some hits, public announcements, they had some hits. Um, you're on Showtime at the Apollo, so you, if you weren't big before, you're definitely big then, because that was a big deal back then. And you're the lead singer, and everybody knows who you are. And you're holding up a sign advertising women 18 and over, as if that has to be stated publicly. As if that's not the general, you know, the general assumption that that you're a grown man, you know, you're not, um, you know, you're not the lead singer from the group that was singing Candy Rain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not the teenage Michael Jackson or, or anything like that. You're not, uh, you know, Tevin Campbell when he started or whoever, whoever else started as a teenager. You're not those people. So why are you, why do you have to make this public, state this publicly? And, you know, when I look back at it, I was like, this, this was, he might as well just held up a sign and said, I don't care what age you are, in my opinion. Um, Wake Up World said many mothers almost let anybody around their children to get molested. Um, hey, now that is that is a situation that's been a problem in our community for a while, as far as when we start seeing them break up out of the family and women allowing men that they don't know to come around their children. And I wrote about that. And I had a I used to write a blog. I wrote about that probably 2013, 2014. And so yeah, that's that's a problem. It was a problem then seven, eight years ago, 10 years ago, whenever I wrote that. It was a problem for the 20 years before I wrote it. I mean, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. You cannot, I, and I try to tell sisters this all the time, I'm going to say it again, you know, even though I kind of expect this thing to get taken out before I even finish. But you, sisters, since you are largely um, the caretakers of the children, you can't just have any old person that you barely know around your children. And the thing about it is, because of the way things are, you cannot have them around your girls or your boys. Ne neither one, because the uh, R. Kelly is a perfect example. He's out here with 14-year-old girls. He's out here with 14-year-old boys. You know? Yeah, I mean, and not to say that Every dude that a sister meet is gonna be that, but I'm just saying, if you meet, if you meet some guy and you know he just wants to be around your children all the time, especially when he don't have children, I'm just saying, yes, I'm saying it's a red flag, you know, unless he's like doing work in the community with children, and then even if he is, normally if he's doing all that, you know. He's trying to take a break at some point. It's just, just or it's a red, red flag. So, yeah, I was watching that, and then, like I said, I've been watching the um, information that the sister put out about Van Bader, um, and that took me back to the whole York thing. Um, and we've talked about the York thing, I believe. Those 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 who don't know or they don't remember. Um, man called himself Malachi York, Dr. York, 
Dwight York. Uh, apparently, um, well, one, he was arrested and convicted of many counts of many things, including uh, sexual abuse of children, probably in the early 2000s. And um, the sister has made the connection between York and Greek Bambada, like Greek Bambada came under York's teachings and spread was spreading that amongst the Zulu nation and um, including the um, the more lascivious uh, and sexually degenerate aspects of York's teachings, which weren't really known to a lot of people outside of his movement before everything went down. And, you know, from everything that everyone has said, as far as the uh, Greek vampire issue, Greek was already uh, degenerate and a homophile before his connection with York. But that him finding York kind of gave him a um, a spiritual outlet and a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, God, it's a word I'm looking for. But basically, that allowed him that allowed that relieved him of his guilt and allowed allowed him a spiritual um spiritual reason to be to be able to do what he was doing uh bb to me bb 42 war report and so i just think about all these things as the milk crate challenge was going on and as the afghanistan thing was going on of course, now our brothers and sisters down in um, Louisiana, you know, they're looking out for storm that is coming through that area. And we all, if you're, you're over a certain age, you remember um, Katrina and the aftermath of that situation. And just, you know, anytime they say, hurricane in new orleans so i was like and i've never been in new orleans a day in my life but this is what i immediately start thinking about you know the pictures that they showed and the people you know, just being stranded and people in the um what was known as the superdome at that time um suffering and man just the just the destruction of our people man and just to see it it was it was heartbreaking and brother you got ripped off so he, he lived through katrina yeah, I, I think I remember you telling me that before, but I saw I know I saw you post it. Um and yeah, it was it was just crazy. And I remember uh that's when um it, it was a few things I remember from that that time. One, and this might this must have been when y'all fell in love with Kanye West, because I never fell in love with Kanye West, but I remember Kanye West <laughs> sitting up there saying, um, what did he say? Kanye West said, um, George Bush doesn't care about black people, right? And he said, he said that, right? That was also the time where I remember Farrakhan saying that they had broke the levees. And then I remember that Baba, um, Baba Cambone saying that white people want to kill you. And if you've never heard that Bible Cambone speech about white people want to kill you, man, I wish I had that. I, I got that on my phone. Don't have it on my computer. That is 
Um, oh, you saying Kanye West that in front of uh, Mike Myers? That's who. That's who that was. I couldn't remember. I just remember some white dude looking like he just, like he just wanted to run away and get out of that that screenshot. He he just looked like Secret Service about to shoot both of them dead right there. Um, but I remember Bob Campbell saying, "White people want to kill you," and he gave a speech on that. And it was I was just like, "Yo," and I didn't. I just, this was so weird. I seen Bobby Campbell before, but I didn't realize it was the same person when I heard him give that speech. And I mean, that's always one of my. That was always um, that's always one of my. I've reposted that thing on Instagram about four times. That's always one of my favorite speeches because, I mean, it was just raw. It was no, <laughs> like there was no dogma. There was no dilly dallying around and no, you know, ducking and dodging. There was no saying it and hiding your hand. It was no, I'm not trying to. Um, it was like, it was just raw. <laughs> I mean, they were like, I hadn't heard anybody talk like that since Dr. Collins. So I was like, yo. And in the context and at that time, I mean, how could you not just hear that and be like, you got a point, <laughs> you know. That I mean, we've seen the imagery, and of course, again, at a time where social media wasn't as big, and so there were things going on with the police shooting people and all types of other stuff that we didn't hear. Like if you weren't in that area, we didn't hear about this stuff till later. And I remember um, at the time, I believe Dr. Cynthia McKinney was bringing information. Uh, before they gerrymandered her out of her, uh, I believe she was still in Congress while she was bringing forth that information. And if I'm not mistaken, they had hearings on it. Y'all help me out if I am. Y'all help me out if I am wrong about that. But I thought they had hearings on that. I thought she was there. Uh, she used to be a tremendous dynamic member of Congress. And, um, really brought a lot of issues up for the black community that no one wanted to talk about and those those europeans even in her party just they had enough of her <laughs> you know it would i would like this there was no now that i think about it i you know, had no idea that there's no way they would want a cynthia mckinney in congress while they were rolling out obama because she would have given him the blues. Um, I mean, she just would have. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can only imagine. She probably would have gave him a few minutes in office, see what he was about, and then just ooh, went to town on him. Like, hey, this dude ain't, it's not it, so forth, so on. And I never, I don't, I've never seen an interview where she, mention him but i can only imagine what she would think uh brother plant base says if tiktok has the ability to ban particular challenge would it be safe to say that they are originators of this foolishness and if so should they be held accountable oh yeah it it i i have no doubt that someone because i don't know because some of these um New social media companies are owned by the Chinese, so I'm I'm not sure which ones owned by the Chinese, which ones owned by the hats. So I'm not I'm not sure with TikTok, 
if that's the Chinese or the hats. But yeah, without question, that there is someone at these companies that is making certain things go viral and viral, excuse me, and certain things not. That's why that's why I said earlier, I believe I believe again, I cannot it's speculation. I cannot prove this, but it has the feeling to me of a psyop, a psychological operation, a psychological program where you see how you can get people to go along with stuff and do stuff that doesn't benefit them, distracts them from things they should be doing, but takes their mind off of the issues at hand and allows people to do other things while these things are going on. And again, that's what it appears like to me. I could be completely wrong. I have no evidence or documentation for any of this stuff. Um, you got rid of all say TikTok owned by the Chinese. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I, I didn't notice till recently too. Uh, Jeannie pointed out Chinese and hats. Um, they are um, working on some things together. So <laughs> that speaks for itself. And I'm trying to think what what else was going on this week when I came back from my kind of mini social media hiatus. I just posted a couple of things just to keep my um, just to, you know keep my channel warm. Or, well, not my channel because I haven't done anything here, but keep my uh, uh, Instagram warm, so to speak. And of course, oh yeah, and they just approved the Pfizer vaccine, and so of course they're using that to say that all of the people who were hesitant because it wasn't approved well now it's approved and somebody had put out a meme with all the things that had been approved and then had the approval rescinded which was quite a long list and so you know take the approval with a grain of salt <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't see how um you say uh war forces they own it through bite dance that's the parent company Okay. Um, I don't see how this changes anything for people who are hesitant to take it because of the reasons that they're hesitant to take it. Uh, them approving it after giving an emergency use is kind of just, to me, a changing of labels. You know, I don't see, you know, that I don't, they haven't publicly announced documentation of safety and long-term effects and they can't because it hadn't been out a long time for you to test long-term effects it's just it is what it is and so and then i saw something and i did not hmm let me see if i can find it real quick i think that uh i saw something that said that basically the if i'm not mistaken that a large percentage of the money that the fda gets comes from the people that they regulate which of course is a slight conflict of interest you know so let me uh look through and see what i got on that Give me a second. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see if we can bring that one up. And oh, okay. Oh, actually, this is an old article, but it's still relevant because nothing has changed here. So bring this one up real quick and talk about this real quick. So let's see. And yeah, you can't sue Pfizer or Moderna if you have some severe COVID side effects. The government likely won't compensate you for damages either. So, <laughs> you know, just, just a reminder, you know what I'm saying? This is from December of last year and nothing's changed. Even with the, even with the um, approval, this fact has not changed. And so those people who are getting Bell's palsy and those people who are having menstrual issues and those people who are having just all types of, you know, all types of stuff going on. And of course, if you did, it doesn't matter because if you just die, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, there's no amount of money or compensation that's going to benefit you because you aren't here anymore um so and i just saw an article let me see if i can find it somebody just sent it to me a couple of hours ago where they admitted that of course a european female that they admitted that taking the uh taking the jab and it's no longer here on the planet let's see if i can bring if i can find that if I actually saved it, because it's possible I didn't save it. But um yeah, I saw that. I, I don't see it on my phone now, but this is still a thing. You know, people are still suffering adverse effects. And of course, you can go to the uh the Veers website and the information is there. And you know what? Why not? Let's see if we can pull that up while we're while we're here talking, because I said I was going to be short, or maybe I didn't say I was going to be short, but I'm thinking I'm going to be short. Um, but you know, we're going to see. We can find the the, the Veers website real quick, the CDC website, and just take a look at that. All right, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, hey, yep. Let's just take a look at that really quickly. Vaccine adverse event reporting system. So if, and it is if you feel like engaging in debate with people, uh, this is the website where you can find the information on adverse reactions from people. Uh, to the latest C-19 um, vaccines. And, you know, it's a lot of information you can go through. There's a lot of different places you can go through. But when, I'm trying to think, was it Baba Mwamba? Or I think it's Baba. Yeah, I think, yeah, actually, I think it was Baba. When he was speaking, I remember looking it up on my phone and just looking up the information 
and just seeing old like it's way more and then they this is the thing in essence somewhere on the website it was saying that you know this is i can't remember what percentage they said but pretty much was saying that this is a small percentage of everything that is available so that everything will not be reported to the site but i remember looking at the site and looking at the statistics and things like that and thinking to myself no one is talking about this in the public media um no one is even you know that i've seen now i don't unfortunately or maybe fortunately but i don't watch anywhere near as much mainstream news as i used to so a lot of times i think something's happening or something's not happening and it's very possible that there is somebody somewhere but from what i've seen i haven't seen anyone really talk about this website i haven't really seen anyone talk about the data that's when i haven't really seen anyone talk about the amount of people who are suffering from adverse effects um and it's extremely rare like it's extremely rare when they talk about breakthrough infections and yet that's something we see more and more and more and more of course i did a video on one with a uh younger uh to me a very young man 36 36 is young to pass away just in general but of course he was um had the full vaccination and died of covid anyway and i'm starting to see that more and more with people well i can it's being reported more and more starting to see it be reported more and more from people that this is actually happening so they're admitting these facts um and so that's something that's going on now where they're admitting these things as we have well, really, Brother Genie has led that campaign, but as Brother Genie has led the campaign to uh, inform our people of some of these things and inform people of alternatives that may be useful and may be viable. And of course, you know, just your health in general, if you get more sleep, if you're in better shape, if you eat better food, um, you get more sun, you drink more water. You get your vitamin D, you get your vitamin C, you get your zinc. Your your immune system's stronger just in general. You know what I'm saying? That's just saying whatever the case may be, the stronger your immune system is, it's beneficial regardless of circumstances. Doesn't mean that you're going to be invincible. Doesn't mean you're going to live to be 175 years old. Doesn't mean anything like that. Just saying that general good health is more beneficial then bad health and sk says it's too late to counter some agendas the internet's like a stage of fools well i well i put it like this baba baruli says uh he's an african proverb and i feel like it's appropriate for a lot of things he says give the warning some will survive and so that's part of the reason why do the show part of the reason we do the lectures part of the reason we go out in the communities part of the reason that we uh at least jenny used to travel to different cities and so forth so is to give the warning and then those who take the warning 
then you can organize them to counter the effects. You know, uh, brother, um, brother Kaba has a song. Everybody's not going to make it. Everybody, we understand that everybody's not going to make it. Everybody's not going to listen. Everybody doesn't care. Um, you know, if you ever been to the hood and you see the way some people act, they weren't caring about their life before any of this started. <laughs> so the chances of, of getting them to change, yeah, it's slim. And then some people in the hood, it benefits them because, because they don't care. They can't be convinced to do certain things that are detrimental to them because they don't care. So it's, it's weird how that works, but it, it's a benefit to them in a way because when the people come with their agendas, they just ignore them anyway because they just look at them. They look at sometimes they look at the government the same way. Hey, that's the government, which is the same as the police, which is the same as them folks. And whatever they're talking about, I'm just going to ignore it because I'm in the hood. They ain't doing nothing for me. And I just ignore it. Like I've come across that, you know, and it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, well, not caring is actually beneficial in this case. But yeah, the fact that people may not listen or the fact that some agendas have are widespread is not a reason to stop resisting. You know, when I I did my presentation Monday, that's why I put we exist. Because we have resisted. And as Dr. Collins said, we have to continue to resist in order to exist. So regardless of circumstance, regardless of how bad it looks, and regardless of how tired we may get or how whatever, it don't matter. <laughs> we still got we still gotta do what we gotta do. Not only to survive, but in need to give the warning. So, you know, there's always we still got young people, we got children, we got Mothers, we got fathers, we got people that just got out of prison, we got church folk, we got we got all types of black people who are willing to listen. Um, and that's all we ask them is to be willing to listen. And you have people who uh unfortunately may have fallen victim, and then you got you know other people who um have not fallen victim and it benefits them. And some maybe some of the people who have fallen victim can save someone else from falling victim. Uh war reports <laughs> You may weather the shoulder rolls vicious when they uh, hit you with the orders for the uh, for the jab, brother. Yeah, yeah. that's um, you're gonna need some Mayweather um, type defense to avoid this thing without question. And brother, you got ripped off. Says was just in D.C. last Sunday, spreading those flyers. A lot of people already got their assassination. And after hearing me out and reading the flyer, they were interested. So it's never too late. Thank you, brother. You got ripped off for your testimony. Brother, you got ripped off was here doing the work. Um again. And so, yeah, I mean, because as we see with the, the did I talk about that? Have I talked about that with the booster shots? Y'all let me know. But yeah, they're, they're talking about booster shots after after five months. Uh, and I can't remember exactly which one, but Let's try to find that while we're here. Might as well bring that story up and try to find that. But yeah, um, so we're talking about hey, it is you know it's too late, but maybe uh, let's see, you know, maybe people, whatever happens people aren't total won't be totally destroyed <laughs> you know what i'm saying 
Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, let me see if I can bring this up. Sometimes you bring up articles and then you they want you to pay to actually read the article. And that's why I don't always leave the stuff up on screen because you go to it and they're like, oh, no, you can't read this. You got to pay that. You can't sign up for this. But you got to subscribe for that. Yada, yada, blah, blah, which looks like what I found here. But, hey, we're going to just read the, the, the part we can read and go from there. So, yeah, so let's check this out really quickly while we are running along. And if y'all want me to, wait a minute, what happened? And if y'all want me to, um, yeah, that's another thing. If y'all see a story and y'all definitely want me to talk about it or make a video about it, I know War Report wants me to get into these, um, these, uh, uh, the uh, Indian folk, for lack of a better word, I'll have to I, I'll have to um, dig into the archives for that one, because that's more, brother. That's more like a lecture topic, but I'll see what I can do with that. And yeah, it says Biden administration likely to approve COVID nineteen boosters at six months. Says Pfizer BioNTech have requested clearance of COVID vaccine boosters that an official said could be administered six months after the previous dose. And we're going to read a little bit of the article that we can read for free. And it says regulate federal regulators are likely to approve COVID-19 booster shot for vaccinated adults starting at least six months after the previous dose rather than the eight month gap that they previously announced. So. They already have people out here getting the shots. They're already admitting that getting the shots doesn't stop you from getting the virus. And they're also admitting that it doesn't stop you from spreading the virus. But with all that being said, they want you to get a booster for the thing that isn't really working. They want you to get it sooner. Make of that what you will. Uh, it says data from vaccine manufacturers in other countries under review by the Food and Drug Administration, based on boosters given at six months, the person said, "Person said approval for boosters for all." Uh, let's see that. Let's see what I said. A- approval for boosters. Uh, I lost my place. Oh, for all three COVID nineteen shots being administered in the U.S., those manufactured by Pfizer and partner biotech se moderna inc johnson johnson inspected in mid-september so basically a couple of weeks from now Biden administration companies have said that they should there should be enough supply for boosters that they plan to begin distributing more widely on september 20th okay three weeks from now u.s has purchased a combined one billion doses from pfizer and moderna the White House spokesman declined to comment. Okay. That's a huge number. One billion doses. So, despite everything, and despite people having adverse reactions, despite the 
vaccines that they have out not being effective against the Delta strain, despite them talking about, I've heard about a Lambda strain now for a few weeks. Despite all these things, they're recommending booster shots and the government has one, I feel like the guy, uh, what was that movie where the guy was like $1 million, I feel like that, $1 billion doses. Now here's the thing. It's about 330 or so million people in America. You need 1 billion doses for something that they told us is safe and works. Which, if you saw my other video where I talked about what a vaccine is and what it's supposed to do, this doesn't qualify. And yet, here we are. And so, to me, this points to, and this of course comes from the Wall Street Journal, this article, this points to the fact that we could still save lives, possibly of the people who have one injection. Because it's possible that whatever they're doing, they are not finished doing or it's not working as effectively as they wanted to do. Because we don't know, being completely honest. We have ideas. I'm currently uh, still reading um, the Truth About COVID-19, the Great Reset book. And as a reminder, I will be um, giving a presentation on that. And the tentative date for that is Monday, the 27th of September. And in fact, I'm about to look on my calendar and, and see. Trying to make sure that that is the actual the actual time yeah that's the fourth week so that should be monday september 27th and i'll be doing a chopping it up session on that book uh on that day so that's monday afternoon and what we'll be doing is and i'm still hmm, i'll let you all know whether that's something that will be on the uh on Jenny's website is SBPMU website, or is that something that I may live stream uh, here on uh, YouTube the way that I live stream the Godless Black Woman lecture? So, but anyway, for people who are in the area, you come out to Everlasting Life on that Monday, the 27th. Yeah, 27th. Um, it's free. It's free in person. If we do the live stream, it'll be a ten dollar, uh, ten dollar fee to cover, um, you know, cost of equipment and things like that. So, uh, look out for that. Yeah, September. Uh, war report. September twenty seventh, Monday afternoon. Well, evening, and we'll be starting. Live stream will probably start at six thirty. Doors are open at six. And that'll be at Everlasting Life Cafe. And so, you know, just put that on calendars. And again, I'll let you all know whether that will go on. You go on Jeannie's page or on here on YouTube. 
which at this point I probably should be making a backup YouTube page, <laughs> considering just the type of um, yes, you know, type of stuff we we're covering. And you got ripped off says ten dollars for some truth, man. That's cheap. Wink, wink. I mean, you know, what what I charge off for lectures twenty twenty five. So this this won't be a lecture. It won't be as long. Um, it will be interactive. The reason. And I know Brother Jeannie was able to do it a little bit last time, but the reason I probably do it on YouTube is because I can have someone, you know, the way I'm interacting with y'all now, I can have someone read the comments, things like that. So when we get to the Q&A or the discussion part, then those who are watching it online can be more interactive. Can take I can take your questions directly. Or if y'all even want to ask somebody in the audience or ask Brother Jeannie, because um, he'll be there. Y'all want to ask him or we have somebody else um, like we have natural natural paths that they've there. Uh, they've been there at Everlasting Life. So sometimes they'll be there. If you want to ask one of us, it'd be more interactive. So that's what we're looking at now. We're just trying to figure out what's the easiest way or what's the way that will get the most people to uh, view it and interact with us and also and i know i said this last week but i'm saying it again you can go to um you can go to brother jenny's um his website you go to warnhorizon.com and then you can get to purchase the book from him because i got mine from him i'm not even sure who else is selling it but i got mine from him you can get yours directly from him as well and if you want to, because in essence, and I know uh, me and brother, you got ripped off what you're talking about, but in essence, this will serve as a a de facto book club to chopping it up because I'll be doing a chopping it up each month. And most of the months, there'll be a book assigned um, in essence to the chopping up. So there'll be a book to read before the chopping it up. In this case, the truth about COVID is the book to read. And then as time goes on, like I'll announce it at at the next chopping it up, I will announce what the subject matter and what the book is for the chopping it up after that. Um and I try to you know I try to keep it to uh books and subject matter that it's not too obscure because there's something that I'd probably like to talk about, but finding the books to go with it would be a task. Cause um, I have some books that uh, I have some rare books, you know, books that have been taken out of circulation and things like that. So again, that is Monday. It always throws me off that it's Monday, September 27th. And we will be doing the chopping up session on the truth about COVID. And so, like I said, you can get your books at uh, via uh, Irritated Janie's War on a Horizon site, which will take you to his new site. And you can navigate that and get to the book section. And also, like I said last week, he has new um, T-shirts that he's selling. One of them is no thy enemy, which I'm gonna have. You know, I don't I haven't bought it yet, but I'm gonna get one of those. 
that is um because i talked about i talked about that on instagram and i was talking about the situation with unfortunate situation with baba um with baba uh um renoko rashidi and his apparently his apparent he well he put it on his on his uh facebook he took the jab i guess um, a month or so before uh his unfortunate departure so i mean this stuff is real you know we got, we got hank aaron we got uh Baba Rock, renoko rashidi we got uh uh marvin Hagler, uh possibly dmx you know and a lot of people right so it's just you know do your due diligence and and do what's what's beneficial for you and, and your family but you know this this thing is serious you know you gotta it's one of those things where you got to research the research and unfortunately it's one of those things where you guess wrong probably not good like you know I, all i can say is that i know a lot of people who have not taken a jab um most of them are in, in reasonably good shape most in fact being completely honest most of them are in better shape than i am and they've done fine um and a lot of them have uh situations where they interact with the people um you know people are entrepreneurs and things like that so they have to deal with people and you know and then some people are uh, uh what's the word what do they call them uh, essential workers so they had to go make their money and they had to interact with people and you know they've been fine you know and again to reiterate what they have said the science says the jab does not stop you from getting the virus nor does it stop you from spreading the virus it simply uh is meant to lessen the symptoms but of course if you eat properly get sleep exercise and get in good shape that helps you lessen the symptoms as well just saying so brothers and sisters with that i think i'm gonna close this one out early relatively speaking i do have things i gotta do i actually need to need to cook make some stuff for the week um i got a long got a long week ahead of me got a lot of stuff i gotta do unfortunately that i do not look forward to being completely honest um and i'm gonna try to get back on the grind well i'm gonna get back on the ground grind this week with uh the short form videos uh y'all let me know y'all like y'all like the short form videos i know i ask this all the time but uh some of them i have gotten good good uh, uh viewership and i know i know this but it's still hard to find time to do because <sighs> um I know that the more active the channel is, the more I will get views and the more I will get subscribers and things like that. But I'm, I'm gonna tell the truth, be transparent. When you know that you're probably, <laughs> when you know you're probably gonna get your channel deleted because of your content, you know, you're not as motivated as you would be if you thought that you could speak freely. So Unique One Express says, yes, uh, War Report said that I get your message on IG. 
No. Uh, nope. But I got my phone handy. So I will I will check it out. You send it today? Because I get a lot of messages. Yeah, I get a lot of messages on IG. So uh you send a video or message let me know brother what what you sent and then i will um i will look for it because i got oh yeah 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 i just yeah i mentioned that earlier i mentioned that earlier you might didn't hear um and you got ripped off said oh you got ripped off said jenny said he's getting updated news from you so of course the video is a good message Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so all right, I continue to do that. And I get I get a lot of my news from people who are on weirdly enough, get a lot of my news on from Twitter, weirdly enough. Uh, but people send me a lot of information on Instagram as well. Um Twitter's a weird place. <laughs> it's a weird place that I just go in there and kind of look around see stuff see what they're arguing about see if there's any useful information that i get out of there i it's so funny too because when i was younger i used to love twitter now i just look like wow this place is crazy you know so twitter is almost like you grew up in a certain area and you know it was a certain way and then you come back to the area and you look around you're like man what happened that's how i feel about twitter when i go on there but you know um, I mean, it is what it is. I get some benefits from it. So y'all said it's cool. Videos are cool. Cool. I got a lot of stuff. I never made the, and I haven't even looked up to see how they're doing. I never made the, um, the Jesse Jackson video. As y'all may know, he was hospitalized, um, after being vaccinated and his wife was not able to be vaccinated because of medical condition. I come to find out. And yet they're both in the hospital, so it didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but from my understanding, he has been released from the hospital uh, and is in um, a uh, rehabilitation center. So um, that's why you didn't see him out there when I was sharp in yesterday, the voting rights thing. And before I go, because I like I have to say this every time I see Al Sharpton marching. Al Sharpton was a confidential informant for the FBI who met with people who were connected with Assad Shakur and he had a briefcase with a recording device in it at that meeting. I'm going to say it again. Al Sharpton, <laughs> right? Confidential informant for the FBI who met with people who were connected with Assad Shakur in the 80s and had a recording device. And was asking questions about Osama. Just whenever you see Al Sharpton, just remember that. So he was in DC. He act, I don't know, he may actually live there. It seemed like he, he's here a lot. And was uh at the end of that March yesterday. And you know, I know I should have went down there just to just to remind people of that. But like, hey, this guy's a confidential informant. Every time I see him leading a march or speaking or something like that, I'd always remind people especially on Twitter, because seemingly people never remember. I'm going to keep saying it too. He's dead. And when he did, I'm going to say Al Sharpton was a confidential informant. If it's up to me, I'll put it on his grave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
it just amazes me, man, that we have people who are admitted informants leading quote unquote black organizations. All right, I'm finished with my rant. Just had to get that out. Um, let's see, you got ripped off and you got ripped off breaking news. Said story just came out yesterday. A judge revoked a Urugu parental rights to child for not having oh send me that, brother, please, for not uh getting the jab. If they're doing it to them, then they've been doing it to us. Well, you know, to that point. Um another one by says, uh <laughs> unique one express been on my page too long. Yeah, it's been a while since since my famous uh, famous Yorugu has gone but yeah I, yeah it's been a while since i broke out another one by the dust uh peace brother crow um the dc man that that's right in line with that dc law because that dc law that they passed uh i guess it was last year um that people are fighting now would allow uh 11 it was a I believe 11 year old, either 11 or 12 year olds to consent to vaccines, which I mean, come on, man. It, it is insane. But now you're saying that they're making moves to remove parental rights. Yeah, that's that's big. Definitely send me that because I'm yeah, I'll make a video about that immediately. Cause I had not heard that until you said it. Uh so you're gonna email that to me. All right, cool. So now. You got ripped off breaking, breaking the breaking news for us. That definitely something people got to hear. Um, I mean, and let me say this real quick, and I'm actually get out of here. This whole great reset uh, COVID thing is a one situation, and y'all gonna be mad at me. That's why. I'm, <laughs> kind of glad to say that then this is going to be the one situation where we're probably going to have to have uh temporary alliances with permanent enemies and i'm i'm saying that i mean it just like that where we will we will more than likely have to have temporary alliances with permanent enemies and with me saying that y'all understand what i'm saying i ain't talking about no alliances with no hats because the hats are the problem so you read between the lines of what i'm saying and again not no per not no loving not being friends with not kicking it willy bobo with none of that stuff but we may have to have temporary alliances with permanent enemies to beat back this assault because uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw the type of stuff that I posted that was going on in Australia, which was completely insane. And it's just a matter of time before those types of those types of things come to us here. And so, I mean, organize or die, like I said before. And I, I guess I need to reload that organize and die. Um Organize a die stream that I did. I still uh I gotta look and see. I thought I edited it, but it's possible I didn't because I never loaded it. And so I gotta go back and listen to that again and look at it. And um put that back up because 
that was actually, I think, an excellent live stream. That's the one I did. Started off with Baba uh, Kwame Ture. And I was unfortunately interrupted. Had something I had to take care of at the end. But I think I'll load that back up as well sometime this week. And because um, they took that down for quote unquote copyright because of my intro music. So you see, kind of changed the intro music again. But hey, it's no guarantee that they won't do that to this one. And so if you don't, if you come looking for this one because you missed a part of it and you come tomorrow and you don't see it, that means that I'm probably be editing it, edit, editing it, excuse me, in the morning and chopping it off. And Brother Crow says that's the order war. We have to play chess and not checkers when it comes to our survival. Absolutely. No question, bro. No question. So with that, brothers and sisters, unless you got ripped off, it's going to, um, that's going to break some more breaking news. Thank you all for listening. I thank you all for uh, those who are subscribed. Thank you all for subscribing. Thank you all for sharing for those who do that. Again, make sure you go past OTW2 and start an account and let me know when you do so I can follow you back. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at dc.radical1, on Twitter at dc underscore radical underscore O-N-E, at OTW2 at DC Radical One. The cash app for you to donate, dollar sign DC Radical One. Of course, this is the YouTube, capital D, small c, Radical One. And the email is dc.radical underscore one at protonmail.com. Again, I thank you all for everything you do for listening, sharing, subscribing, supporting, helping, coming to events, everything. With that, I say a BB for ODA and straight black pride. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashwin On the wake up. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe click add as friend as well as click where the videos are click on a video to view like that video as well as comment and your exercise is done thank you for your support